0: Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in here with us today on The Roundtable, Real Estate Simplified. Now, you know this show is not only about real estate. It's about community, and it's about us as humans doing what we feel is right. We're talking business. Sometimes we're talking with some thought leaders. And on the line with us today, I'm really excited about this gentleman. His name is Mark Metry, and he has a podcast called Humans 2.0, one of the top 100 podcasts right now being played and without further ado, Mark, welcome to the roundtable.
1: Emilio, thank you so much for having me on, man, and thank you to everyone out there for tuning in.
0: Hey, you're very much welcome. Uh, I I enjoy your podcast, and you know, basically from what I gather, and you I know you can answer this best, but Humans Two is from what I get is a podcast where you interview people who are the catalysts of positive change. Would that Would you say that's accurate?
1: Catalysts of positive change and the people out there that are actually creating results and walking the walk. I talk to people that have created billions of dollars in wealth. that are creating ventures around the world that are fundamentally redefining our problems today. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think it means to be a human 2.0, man.
0: That's awesome. Now, I'm going to take a page out of your book, Mark, okay? How do you spend your time on planet Earth?
1: <laughs> I love this question, man. The way that I spend my time on planet Earth, like I would say the main meta theme for me is just constantly understanding. As a kid, I was, you know, kind of labeled as a shy kid. And okay. and what I learned is that that actually gave me the superpower of observing and understanding other people's behaviors. And in turn, kind of the second part of my life is the creation side. So now that I've understood a concept in my own mind, how can I create something and pull something out of me so that the other mind, the mind that's next to me, can then start to understand something as well and maybe start to benefit. I'm just i I'm a 21 year old guy. I run a business. I run a podcast. I do some consulting. I've been doing some speaking
0: and overall,
1: it's all about how do I, how do we upgrade? So that's how I spend my time here on planet Earth.
0: I love that. I love the way you think. I love the, the energy that you bring to the table and the fact that you're more concerned about the value you can bring versus what you can get. And that's huge. That's the biggest thing right now. And I think people are really waking up to that. And I think there's this huge wide awakening around not only in the United States, but the world in, in forms of like like content that makes sense, that has mm. value in giving back to get. I think that's really great that you said that. Now I wanna touch upon the fact mm. that you said you were a shy kid because I was too. And it's so funny like that the, the shy people sometimes, like you said, are pretty observant. And that has, abs- I agree with you 100%, that's absolutely allowed me to observe others as well and to kind of figure out how how people interact with one another and kind of the right ways of doing things versus the wrong ways of doing things. So that was pretty cool that you said that.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. And I think a lot of the people that I talked to, just one that pops out from example, Ed Milet, he was also a a shy kid. And because you have that, maybe, um, you know, underdog, you're not as equipped as everybody else in your Mm -hmm. mind, depending on the individual you start practicing different things and you actually become better Mm -hmm. than other people ed Milet now is one of the top speakers he's the 50 wealthiest person under 50 and really just all the people that i end up talking to emilio on my podcast have really just reaffirmed this concept of if you've got a problem if you've got an obstacle if you've got an issue in your life That's actually not the thing that's holding you down. And as soon as you shift your perspective and get your mindset right, you actually discover that it's your biggest superpower and it's going to be the advantage to everyone else around you.
0: Absolutely. It's all mindset. Everything we do from the start of the day when we wake up to when we go to bed, what we think and what we attract to us is really huge. Um, Now, now, aside from the Humans 2.0 podcast, which is fantastic, and by the way, for our listeners, I strongly suggest that you check this out. You can Google Humans 2.0, and it'll come up on iTunes, on Google Stitcher. I mean, all the major platforms. Uh, Mark's Mark's Humans 2.0 is on there. Mark. Aside from that, what um, what is your business about? I'm curious.
1: Yeah, so my business is a digital growth agency in the virtual, augmented, and mixed reality industry. For those of you that don't know, (laughs) virtual reality is, um, you know, you really just put a, a headset on your eyes and you're immersed in this 3D virtual environment. A lot of people know it for games, but mm-hmm. today the military is using it to treat veterans with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Some of the biggest corporations in the world, like Walmart, are already using it to train their employees because it's actually cheaper and it increases efficiency. And augmented reality is Snapchat filters, Pokemon Go, Instagram. When you're taking those digital objects and you're putting them in the real world. And my business helps those companies how to best communicate their message online, Mm. especially in an industry that isn't really well-established yet. And it's going to be mainstream in the next 5, 10, 15 years.
0: That's fantastic. So like real estate now, I'm noticing that people are using augmented reality to stage homes. Mm -hmm. So we can literally take an empty home and we can stage it with different pieces of furniture and save our clients thousands of dollars. I'm gonna have to talk with you off air about this and kind of pick your brain uh, sometime Ed, to what you suggest, mm-hmm. or if maybe if that's something you can help us. That's real interesting. Now, what about as far as your speaking goes? It it seems so. You do public speaking. What types of uh, what what are you talking about when you're going out there?
1: Yeah, man, that's a great question. So this is this Thank is you. very new for me. Um, At the beginning of this month, I ended up going to New York City, Manhattan. Um, I ended up doing an event at this LinkedIn um, community event. And it was just awesome because we were talking about authenticity in thought leadership and how to stand out Mm -hmm. but not lose your authenticity. And I also had the chance to go to Manhattan College and be on a panel with the head of strategy at Microsoft discussing the speed of innovation, not only in technology, but also in the global mindset that people have in today's age.
0: Congratulations. That's big. Thank you. What was your biggest takeaway from that?
1: My biggest takeaway from that, man, is honestly that there is so much opportunity because nobody is still you know, despite the fact that we're in 2018 and Mm -hmm. a lot of people are now on social media and now people know what podcasts are and this and that, the amount of white space, the amount of opportunity that is still there that hasn't even started Mm -hmm. is mind-blowing. So, like, for me, my biggest takeaway was just, like, really understanding the marathon that I'm running here and understanding how far I'm going to be ahead of everybody, especially because I'm 21 yeah. and I already have my head screwed on right in terms of global scale, in terms of global impact. Just for as an example, yesterday, my business, the clients that we manage, the my podcast, all that different stuff, that's hit a global audience of 100 million people. That's almost a third of the United States of America. And this is just the beginning. So my biggest takeaway was that there's still so much opportunity out there because not that many people understand that we're living in such amazing abundant times.
0: I would totally agree with that. Everything is literally out there for the taking and if you're again going yep. back to providing value, if you're providing value Dude. and great content, you're going to kill it out there. And and there is no limit. I don't like the the saying sky is the limit cuz we're you know, we're we're past that nowadays, right? we're we're going to mars <laughs> but there's there's, there's or, really no limit go ahead
1: absolutely man and like a great person i talked to Naveen jain he has a company called moon express okay. and you know they're they're literally going to the moon um, so the sky is is way past the limit man yeah. and in, and in terms of what you said about value and the sort of content creation man dude that's what i think the game is enti- that's what the game is entirely about every single speaking engagement Every single major client, you know, I work, my company works with, you know, Fortune 500. All of that stuff has come from content because what content actually is, is you putting out your message, your thoughts in text, article, pictures, a video, audio on a podcast and you're spreading that out there to the world. And what that does is you basically create a magnet mm-hmm. for like-minded people. And if you can like, provide something of value to somebody in 60 seconds and say, hey, you know, whether it's a podcast, little snippet interview, whether you're trying to get a sale, if you provide value within those 60 seconds and you're not trying to like, hide away or anything and you're like, hey, you, know, you can get these five steps. Just make sure, you know, you sign up for my newsletter and you sign up for this, this and that. If you just give up front, the other person's going to be like, wow, this guy isn't a scumbag. If you gave me all this for (laughs) free, imagine, imagine what I'm going to get if I actually hire this person. Yes. And like at the same time, man, I see so many people out there on, on LinkedIn. Like I get probably 500 messages on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. that are literally just sales pitches. And they're completely Uh, cold. Like it's not even a product or service that I'm not even related to. And that kind of stuff, man, that's just not, that's not social media. That's called not being a human. You (laughs) wouldn't walk up to a random person in the street and just like splurge out a five hundred word pitch without even
0: knowing them, right? <laughs> oh, it kills me. No one reads it. What are you doing? Just stop exactly. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hate that. I got to tell you, when I'm, a, I love LinkedIn. By the way, it's fantastic, right? I've met so many people. I actually, I think that's how we we connected, right? I reached out to you via yeah. LinkedIn. Now, okay, when people f- send you a connection request and when you accept, then they send you, like you said, that five hundred word dissertation. It's like what? Are, what are you doing? Well, I'm not going to read this. I don't. Yeah. I want to connect. I want to see what I can do to help you. But what can you do to help me too? How can we go along this together to get a mutual positive outcome, if at all possible? You know,
1: absolutely. And I have a friend of mine that's a a sales coach, yep. and he you know he's got his own uh, sales course. and And what he does is whenever he gets one of those messages. He shoots them a link to his website and he's like, hey, you clearly need this program on how to sell because I could totally actually help you and make you more money.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. And talk about a way to really leverage that opportunity. Oh, man. Mark, uh, if you had if you had one piece of advice to give humanity, what would that be?
1: Yeah, I would say two things. So just very generally, I would say that don't accept the propaganda that it was getting worse, yeah. that um, we're more divided than ever, that people are fighting in the streets, that there's a, there's a mass shooting on every block. The matter of the fact is mostly every single statistics, every single development factor, just looking at the data, has exponentially improved than the last five years and the five years before that. Mm-hmm. And I think especially in terms of right now, in terms of the kind of power that we're leveraging with technology, today is really the time to get started because the people who create the platforms yeah. off of today's technologies, that's going to be the Google and the Amazon of tomorrow.
0: 100%. Um,
1: and then at the same time, you know, just kind of generally I would say this, don't take advice from people because when somebody gives you advice, it's completely lost of context. It's completely lost of the current situation that you're at. So all advice is right, and at the same time, all advice is wrong. And when you give somebody advice, you're also transferring over the different kinds of biases, the prejudices, the... Um, Dispositions that you have off to the other person. And you know, a lot of people that I've talked to, Emilio, that have done just amazing things, mm-hmm. oftentimes they've done it just because they've, di- they've dove in head first and they just kind of jumped in and they totally immersed themselves. And even though people in the or industry were saying, Oh, that's not how you do things. You don't do things that way. 10 years down the road, they actually became wildly successful. So I would say to always go against the grain Yes. and at the same time, take advantage of the opportunity we're in right now because it is ridiculous.
0: I got to say that that's fantastic advice. And I agree with you 100% uh, because I personally actually went through the same thing. Everybody said, why are you blogging? Why are you writing? You're, you're new with real estate. This was six years ago. Mm. Long behold... You're listening, the the people are listening on the podcast on iHeartRadio. I've got people like you on the show. This is fantastic. And by giving back, it's opened up so many more doors. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, I'm I'm really amazed at what you've done so far in your 21 short years here on this earth. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to do in the next, you know. 60 or 80 more years ahead. Mark, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. And again, for our listeners, make sure to check out his podcast, Humans 2.0, ton of great content on there. And uh, Mark, thank you again very much.
1: This is such a pleasure, Emilio. Thank you so much, and thank you, everyone out there, for listening.
0: Uh, likewise, man, likewise. What a great segment. That's awesome. Again, Humans 2.0. Check it out. Hey, stay tuned, because we have Michael Thayer with Waterstone Mortgage. He's going to be coming on next. We're talking about mortgage insurance, how to keep it, how to ditch it, what it's for, why you need it, why you might not. Important stuff. We're going to be right back here on News Radio 920. It's The Roundtable, Real Estate Simplified. Hey, good morning. You're listening to the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. You know, this is one of my favorite shows. If you've missed last segment, we interviewed Mark Metry of Humans 2.0. He runs one of the top 100 podcasts out there right now. You've got to check his stuff out. He's fantastic. And again, if you missed the segment, simply go to mydreamhomenow.com. And you can go ahead and check it out on there. Okay, So on the line with us, also super excited to have out of Nashville, Tennessee, the world's country capital, we've got Michael Thayer with Waterstone Mortgage. And by the way, before I introduce Mike, you can listen to Mike. He runs Nashville's best radio show for all things real estate, Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. on WLAC 1510. So without further ado, Michael Thayer out of Nashville, Tennessee. What's going on, Mike?
2: Hey, man. I don't even know how I can follow that up, man. Thank you for the intro. Hey, To to expand on that a little bit, we actually just went to FM as well. It's 98.3. So you can find us on 98.3 and 1510 WAC at 11 a.m. on Saturday morning. So just FYI for that. That's new news for you as well.
0: Fantastic. What's the website?
2: Uh, Moneymanmike.net.
0: Moneymanmike.net.
2: Moneymanmike.net. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. Or on Facebook, Money Man Mike Radio. Mike, so, you know, go ahead. I, I, I gotta, I gotta ask you a question, man. Yeah. Do any of your buyers like paying MI, or do they even know what MI is?
0: <laughs> no, none of my buyers like paying mortgage insurance.
2: No, and and for you people that are listening, that not exactly sure about mortgage insurance. Let's define it real quick, because if you listen to my show, I hate mortgage insurance. Yep. It's basically a necessary evil in order to sometimes buy a house, and I preached against mortgage insurance. And mortgage insurance is a, a insurance policy that you're paying for, in case you default. So you're paying for an insurance policy on behalf of a lender, in case you default, mm-hmm. and that's what mortgage insurance is. A lot of people confuse it with homeowner's insurance. It's not the same thing. No. Now, when is mortgage insurance required? Mortgage insurance is required when you don't have 20% down to put down on your house. And this is a big area of confusion for consumers because a lot of consumers still think they need 20% just to buy a house.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: that's just not true. You can do 100% financing and get away with just as a little as 3% down, sometimes a little as 1.5% down. There's tons of options. But when you do that, it comes with mortgage insurance. And... I always preach against that or, hey, let's find the lowest possible cost, the lowest possible way to deal with mortgage insurance. And when you go with an FHA loan, it is what it is. When you go with a conventional loan, you have options. You can buy out of it. You can do what's called a single premium. So you pay a much smaller percentage up front. Okay. It does increase your closing costs. but. When you look at your payment, your payment's lower because you don't have monthly MI involved in it. Yeah. And when you look at it over the course of the next three, four, five years, you're going to save a ton of money because it's like going to Costco, Sam's, or any other kind of wholesale discount uh, chain store or online. Yeah, You pay a lower rate than what the average person does. So that's a couple of different ways to do it. and But then there's also times where, you want to pay mortgage insurance. And this is where people kind of sit back when they, they've listened to me talk about MI and they're like, wait, Mike, you're saying I want to pay mortgage insurance. <laughs> Dude, what are you smoking? why All of a sudden you flip flop from one view to the other. And here's why. Yeah. If you've got a buyer who thinks they can't buy because they got to have 20% down, they're going to continue to rent. They're going to miss out on the property appreciation the whole nine yards. And what renters don't realize is they're paying a mortgage, whether mm-hmm. it's theirs or somebody else's, they're paying a mortgage. So if you go out there and you buy a house and you don't have 20% down, let's say you only have 3%, sometimes maybe you don't even have that. You have 1% or, or 0 mm-hmm. The point being, if you don't get in the market and buy a house and the numbers that we'd like to use, like a $250,000 purchase, and in five years, that property is going to be worth Fifty grand more, based on our current appreciation rates, and even some of the national historic rates. Mm
0: -hmm. That's a comfortable
2: appreciation for what that property is going to be worth in five years. Mm -hmm. So, you would have spent over a five-year period at EMI roughly six thousand six hundred dollars on that purchase. And these are just round numbers, and it will change from one buyer to the next. But these are the numbers we're using. So you buy it for two fifty over the next. Five years, you pay a total of sixty six hundred dollars in MI, mm-hmm. but now that property is worth fifty grand more. Not to mention, you've been paying down on the principal every month as well, so you're building in equity both ways by paying down your principal and equity appreciation. So when you subtract out just a simple math of hey, I paid sixty six hundred bucks from my equity gain of fifty grand, mm-hmm. you've netted forty three thousand dollars, a little over forty three thousand dollars to your net wealth. Excellent. Whereas if you're renting. All you have is a higher rent today versus five years ago. So, in situations like this, if you're thinking and you need to stay on the sideline because you don't want to pay mortgage insurance or you don't have 20% down, mm-hmm. you're missing the game. I agree. You're, you're, you're missing out on free money, free equity, free ownership. That's why it's so important to talk to somebody like us that knows what's going on, and understands the MI, and understands the bigger picture and building equity, building retirement wealth. I mean, if
0: just,
2: if there's a You can't just get hung up on the fact that I don't have 20% down and I don't want to pay you, Mike.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mike, I'm going to say about a year and a half ago, maybe closer to two years ago, I had a client. His name was John. He started his home search. He was buying his first home. He was looking at, do I do 100% you know, Rhode Island housing type of financing, or do I go ahead and go with FHA or conventional? I suggested, and his loan officer suggested, go with a 3% conventional mortgage because your home is going to appreciate, and when it does, yep. and when you own 20% equity in this property, you can write the bank and ask for a broker's price opinion, a BPO, And then they send out a broker that's connected to that bank. They go ahead and basically appraise your home. And when you are in a 20% equity position, you can go ahead and get rid of mortgage insurance. So uh, almost not even two years later, this gentleman now has zero mortgage insurance. He is now taking that money that he was paying for mortgage insurance and now popping it in his principal-only balance. He is literally going to knock probably about 10 years of interest off of his mortgage by doing this. And and his, yep. and his equity position, as you know, is increasing and increasing and increasing. Now, when we think outside of the box, Mike, right? And I know you, I know this is where a real estate professional really has a value. When he's thinking outside of the box and wants to buy an investment property, he can go ahead and pull a line of equity out on his home and put it down. Boom. Right? He could put that down on an investment property and start bringing in more money. It is unbelievable the amount of opportunity we have with real estate. And I got to tell our listeners out there, Mike, I got to tell them if you have any doubts about real estate or if you have any questions, you should be reaching out to professionals like Michael Thayer or like myself with the Despirito team and let us guide you through it. 401 359 359. Two three three eight. If you happen to be moving down to Nashville, Tennessee, or anywhere around there, Mike and I can hook you up with a top notch agent as well in that area, and that's what this is all about.
2: Absolutely. And if you have an FHA loan that you took out after June third of two thousand thirteen, yep. your M I will never drop off, especially if you put down ten percent or less. Correct. Which are going to be the majority of the buyers. So if you took out that loan after, FHA loan that is, after June 3rd, 2013, you have MI for life. Yep. For life of the loan. (laughs) And so you sell it, refinance it, or whatever. So if you're still paying MI, you need to call myself or somebody else that is a trusted advisor to get you out of that MI and free up that extra cash to pay towards your principal because it's amazing how just an extra 25 bucks a month on your principal will shave thousands of hundreds of thousands and months, if not years, off of your mortgage.
0: Absolutely. Good stuff. And again, if you want to listen to uh, Money Man Mike, you can catch the Money Man Mike show uh, if you're in the Nashville, Tennessee area at 11 a.m. Saturday mornings. On W L A C fifteen ten and uh, also on FM. What what station was that again? FM
2: ninety eight point three, and then it's also everything's online at moneymanmike.net or moneyman radio on Facebook, and then you can podcast it as well.
0: Good stuff, Mike. Appreciate you coming out today and uh, and talking with us here on the roundtable and talking with the folks out of Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and our global podcast audience. Make sure to come back here again with us, and you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, buddy. Hey, you're welcome. All right, good stuff. Stay tuned. We're having a lot of fun here in the studio, right here in iHeart Radio Studio in Providence. And uh, we're going to be right back here with the top five events here in Rhode Island and George Metz with G Metz Moving and Storage with your moving tips. This is Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. Catch it on despiritoteam.com. We're going to be right back here on the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. On the line with us, we've got our favorite events website and it's riblogger.com. Jennifer Jaber, welcome back to the Roundtable.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, you're welcome. So we've got some really great events coming up this fall, going into the winter. What do you What do you got? What are you serving up this week?
3: Well, I've, we already talked about Halloween a little bit, but one yep. more that crossed my path for the grown ups that looks like fun all is right. Halloween night till death do us party, okay. annual Halloween bash at 9 p.m. at Ogie's Trailer Park. Um, House party vibes will be providing all your dance music, and they suggest that you practice your thriller dance moves. So. You know, make sure you look up that YouTube video. (laughs) Um, Activities include, but not limited to, palm reading, photo booth, fancy piñata, drink specials, and, of course, the costume contest. And it's only $7 at the door. So if you're not sure yet what you're doing for Halloween, it's a great idea.
0: Wait a second. What is the trailer? Is that a real trailer park?
3: No, Ogie's Trailer Restaurant.
0: Oh, I thought it was a trailer park. I was like, whoa. Uh, and nothing wrong with trailer parks. Like legit, nothing wrong with trailer parks at all. But I'm like, whoa, I was, you guys are bringing yeah. the whole neighborhood into this. It's like, like a block party. That'd be great. Cra- that I could only imagine like the, 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 the kegs and the, the craziness with that kind of block party. So that's what I had pictured in my head. <laughs>
3: I like that.
0: Barbecues. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's
0: fun. So
3: after Halloween, do not throw your jack-o'-lantern away. Mm. Save it for the 16th annual pumpkin launch, um, which is November 3rd, Mm. which is, you know, the Saturday or the Sunday right after um, Halloween. It's from 1230 to 230, and the rain date is November 4th. Pumpkin registration starts at 1215, and the event is free, but please bring two non-perishable food items per pumpkin for the Johnny Cake Center um, so you get to launch your pumpkin on the catapult. If you have a direct hit, you'll win prizes, and all day long, there'll be the corn maze. You can visit the animals. There'll be kids' crafts, and you can browse the greenhouses or just wander around the property, which is quite beautiful. Awesome. Never too early. I mean, we're looking at November, really. So starting November 4th, the arcade pop-up farmers and artisan markets will happen again, and it continues till December 23rd, starting at 11 a.m. on Sundays. Um, It's a perfect chance to shop local and support the many local small businesses. There'll be artisans, farmers, art, local food, vintage, apothecary goods, and much more. So it's free, and there's plenty of downtown parking on Sundays in Providence. So um, it's also a great place to start your holiday shopping if you want to keep it local this year. In addition to that, the resident artist artist holiday sale at the Steel Yard will be November 10th in Providence from 12 to 6 p.m., and artists will come together to share all the work that has been created throughout the year. Mm-hmm. There'll be light refreshments will be served, um, and artists will be displaying their wares for sale. So you might find something for yourself, someone else, or again, you know, start that local holiday shopping. Because if you want to keep it local, it's good to start early, just because it's, you know, you have to shop around for that perfect gift.
0: Absolutely.
3: And last but not least, the water fire salute to veterans will take place on November 10th at sunset, which I'm like, don't really want to tell you what time that is, but it says 4.30, Mm. which is, wow, like it's really happening.
0: (laughs) It's it's, it's temporary. Um, It's temporary. And it's getting darker three minutes per day until December 21st.
3: I know. I know. And then it turns around. Um, It's it's a full lighting. Oh, sorry.
0: No, I said it's all good.
3: Yeah, it's good. Um, And... It's a special water fire to honor and celebrating and recognizing all of the U.S. veterans for their sacrifice. Um, And this year you can honor a veteran by sponsoring a brassiere lighting. This includes a personal dedication in this year's print event program and much more. And you can get all those details at waterfiresalutetoveterans.org. um, if there's a special veteran in your life that you'd like to honor, you can also support Waterfire and honor the veteran. The
0: Fantastic. Love doing that stuff. Thank you to all of our veterans. And thank you, Jennifer Jaber of riblogger.com. Guys, if you have not checked out riblogger.com, we talk about it every week. This is the place to get all of the best events in Rhode Island and surrounding areas, as well as the best places to go eat and take the family. Thank you so much, Jennifer.
3: Thank you. Have a great week.
0: You're welcome. What an awesome show today. It's been a lot of fun. I'd like to give a special shout-out to Mark Metry of Humans 2.0 Podcast. If you've not heard that thing, you've got to go on there and check it out. Again, Humans 2.0. Google it. Listen to it. I think you'll love it. This guy's making a, quite a splash. I'd like to thank Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com, George Metz with GMET's Moving and Storage, Michael Thayer, Money Man Mike out of Nashville, Tennessee, for calling in today, and Christina, our producer. And of course you for keeping this show alive now and keeping us Rhode Island's number one and Southern Massachusetts number one real estate show. Stay tuned next week. We're going to have so much more and you can check out more at dispiritoteam.com. Get your home value, link up with a local top producing realtor on my team or myself, one of us, and uh, go ahead and ask us any questions you'd like. Again, Despiritoteam.com. Thank you. God bless you. See you next week. Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in to The Roundtable. We had a fantastic show today. If you missed any of the earlier segments, or if you want to replay this one that's about to happen, go to Dispiritoteam.com. You could Google it, too, if you don't know how to spell it. Dispiritoteam.com, and you could go ahead and, and replay uh, all of this good stuff. So in the studio, we've got George Metz with Metz Moving and Storage. Welcome back to uh, the iHeartRadio studio. Oh, It's always good to be here. You it's bet. Nighttime. We love having you here, George. You get us a ton of great advice and uh, help our clients prepare for the biggest move of their life. Now, um, by the way, if you want to reach George, you can simply do so at gmetsmoving.com. Again, gmetsmoving.com, that's with a Z. Uh, But George, let's talk about long-distance moving. You got a couple questions. Yeah, so
4: we do uh, long distance, uh, whether it's, again, across the street or across the state or across multiple state borders. Mm our comfort zone for pricing to give everybody a, a fair opportunity is uh, from the Rhode Island-based area. We comfortably travel 1,800 miles away. Um, I think other than that, if uh, depending on what it is, we, we never say no. We always go out and give an opportunity to give you a price. But to be fair and honest, uh, anything above and beyond that, unless you're um, moving a very large home, yep. most of the time, it is a little bit more cost effective to go with a, a larger national company. Okay. Uh, but you also have to be ready for what you're going to get from the national company when you go those routes. Mm-hmm. Uh, longer wait times, um, longer being without your belongings, uh, more transportation of your items while they're not in your possession. So they, they might start with the local um, national company A, uh, wind up with the national company B and then wind up with a national company C. Mm. And now you're at, by the time it's coming to your door, there's been at least potentially five to six different subcontractors handling your move. Yeah. Um, so those are things that, you know, again, when you hear the horror stories about uh, long distance, unfortunately in this industry, most of them are true. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's how best you deal with it and also um, how you best pick the company that you're going with. Uh, for long distance,
0: mm-hmm. I like the idea of having the same crew nonstop from point A to point B. Now, eighteen hundred miles—is that a round trip or is that just one way? One way. Okay, so, perfect. so that
4: gets us It's um, a good chunk. It is. I mean, it's it's half it's about Florida? half the country. Yeah, uh, we we go all the way to the Keys of Florida. Wow. Um, we go. We have one uh, coming up. Uh, I'll actually right after this segment be leaving, heading to Fort Worth, Texas. nice, uh, which is uh, as funny as it sounds. It's only one thousand three hundred and some odd miles away. That doesn't seem uh, far at all. It doesn't seem accurate, but it is. <laughs> it's, wow. it's there. Um, so from here, again, that that's in our range. Um, I think the furthest we've ever, ever gone west was uh, South Dakota, which, again, was a little outside of our mileage zone wow. uh, that we feel comfortable in. And, again, it's not comfort of the guys or our equipment. It's more of comfort of pricing.
0: And level of service,
4: and, yeah. And, and level of service. Because, again, you know, we can't afford to lose two of our great local workers uh, to drive halfway across the country. Makes sense, George. Um, and we don't want to. We don't want anybody to get hurt or injured, uh, or belongings yeah. uh, get damaged. So you definitely want to make sure when you're hiring a company for your long distance moving, you're asking questions. How many? How many potential people is it going to be? Okay. Uh, you're reading the fine print because uh, long distance and moving, um, it is very much in the favor of the carrier, mm-hmm. not the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you sign that agreement, more than not, you're signing a estimate. You're not signing a guaranteed price. Okay. Uh, with us, know. you you are signing a guaranteed price unless you change something that has to happen with the move. Mm-hmm. So the things for us that would change the price is we go out, we do a walkthrough. Every long-distance job we do, we um, visually look at it. We come out and we do a visual estimate on-site. Um, with that estimate, we're giving ideas, no matter if you go with us or not on how best to prepare for the move. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, you're getting a guaranteed price not to change unless you change something that has to happen. Now, these are the things that normally pop up that have to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, my closing got pushed back where we're going to. We can't get in for three days. How is that going to affect my price? Um, we are going to move. Uh, we get there and the the painters are still in the house and we can't do anything until the paint's dry. Um, literally it's happened we've had to watch paint dry Uh, so uh, those things do come up and when those happen again those are things that change the price or if we go out we do your home inspection uh, for the move Mm -hmm. and then when the moving day shows up and you say uh, oh that's right we have to stop at the storage facility down the road uh, that was never
0: uh, brought up that would change the price but other than that it's straightforward that's great. So as far as, and you might have covered some of them there, as far as hidden costs people should look out for yep. with the long distance move. So when you're going with a national company, things yep. that you definitely
4: want to watch out for, and, and, and I hate to point out the national companies, but sure. I mean that's the ones that are doing the national move. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, local companies as well, uh, if they're doing national type of work, things that you want to watch out for are the weight. Okay. Um, Everything is based off of weight when it comes to long distance. Um. Overall, weight equals time, time equals material, material equals cost. Mm -hmm. So if they're estimating, um, the best way, there is um, a few things that you can do yourself. You can go online, uh, look for a moving um, estimating software. Mm -hmm. It's going to tell you what to put in, um, your couch, your love seat, your chairs, how many boxes you have, and that's going to give you a weight. Um, And that's what most national companies are basing it off of, because Mm -hmm. weight equals square footage in a truck. Sure. So... A lot of times what happens is you'll get an estimate of 10,000 pounds, we'll say. yeah. Um, when the movers come out, they, they get everything on the truck, they take it down the road, they weigh it, and now you're getting a call about a half hour after the guys leave saying, when we deliver, we need the remainder of the check, and it's going to be another $10,000 more. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, Ugh. we know we estimated ten, but it's actually eighteen thousand, and we were off by eight thousand pounds. And unfortunately, that falls on the consumer.
0: Um,
4: and by law, there's really not much you can do as designer of the estimate because it's only an estimate. It's and, crazy. and those are—that's one of the biggest things. It's—it's um, it's because it's based off of weight. It's crazy. Um, so when you're doing that, you're looking through the estimates. Just like everything else, read the fine print because
0: everything is there for it. Absolutely. Good stuff. George with GMets Moving and Storage. You can check them out at gmetsmoving.com, G-M-E-T-Z, moving.com. They're a fantastic local resource that will move you as far as 1,800 miles away from Rhode Island or Massachusetts. Thanks for being here with us today, George. Appreciate it. Not a problem. Always great to be here.